Hi, and welcome back to Weekly Dev Tips. I'm your host, Steve Smith, a.k.a. R. Dallas. This is episode 59 on versioning and semver with guest John Skeet. This week's tip is brought to you by DevBetter.com. DevBetter is a career coaching group I started last year. It gives you direct access to me, as well as a group of peers with a diverse range of experience with the shared goal of improving. We talk about code, careers, and more each week in our private online community and weekly live coaching sessions. Read the testimonials on devbetter.com and see what you think. This week, I'm very excited to introduce John Skeet, who works for Google and is renowned for his Stack Overflow reputation. John's going to share some of his knowledge about versioning software, which can certainly be tricky business. I'll let him take it from here. Hi, I'm John Skeet, a software engineer at Google working out of the London office. My primary work involves providing Google Cloud Platform client libraries for .NET. As such, I have a lot of work to do in terms of versioning, and I thought I'd share some experience with you. When it comes to versioning, everything varies by platform. Different platforms and different languages have different conventions, so I can't speak in very much detail. However, many platforms are starting to embrace semantic versioning, and that I can talk about reasonably precisely. Semantic versioning involves having three numbers per version, a major number, minor, and patch, and sometimes a pre-release label. For example, 1.2.3 would have a major version of 1, minor version of 2, and a patch version of 3. Likewise, there could be 0.9.0, which would be a major version of 0, minor version of 9, and a patch version of 0, or 1.0.0-beta1, which would be equivalent to 1.0.0, but still be a pre-release because it has the dash beta1 part. So what do these things mean? Firstly, anything that's a pre-release or has a major version of zero is inherently unstable. It makes no guarantees about what might happen in the future. And versioning is all about what you do guarantee for future versions and how they relate to previous versions. So we often talk about a package or library having a major version bump, a minor version bump, or just a patch. So for example, going from 1.2.3 to 1.2.4 is just a patch release because the only number that changes is the patch number. Whereas 1.2.3 to 1.3.0 would be a minor bump. And 1.2.3 to 2.0.0 would be a major version bump. The rules of semantic versioning tell us what we need to do based on what changes we've made within the package or library that we're publishing. If you've made any breaking changes, you have to release a new major version. So for example, if I've released 1.2.3, as we're using as an example all the time, if I've released 1.2.3 and then I remove a type or some other breaking change, then the next release has to be 2.0.0, because that's the next major version. In theory, you could go to 3.0.0 or, or higher, but realistically you wouldn't. What you can't do is just go 1.3.0. That's only a minor bump, and we've made a breaking change, so it has to be a major bump. If we haven't made any breaking changes, we might still have added some functionality or added extra bits of API surface in general. This means you need a minor version bump. 
So if I'd added a type or added a method to an existing type, I would be forced to go to 1.3.0. If you haven't made any API surface changes, then you should use a patch bump instead. So I'd go from 1.2.3 to 1.2.4. The idea is that anyone who is using the version 1.2.3 could actually recompile their code for compiled languages. And this is where the platform aspect does make a difference. Anyone using 1.2.3 should be able to use any of your patch versions. They may behave slightly differently because there'll be different bugs fixed in different patches, but they shouldn't receive any errors saying, well, the, the method that you tried to use isn't available. Anything 1.2.x should work. Whereas they shouldn't be able to expect, well, I was using 1.2.3, I'll go back and use 1.1.0. Because there was a minor bump between 1.1.0 and 1.2.0, that meant we added functionality. And if your code is using that functionality, then you can't go backwards a, a whole minor version and expect it to still work. Likewise, you can't necessarily expect to roll forward without changing your code. If you're consuming a library at 1.2.3 and then they publish 2.0.0, then they may have done anything. They could have removed all the types in the library. The, it's entirely... Uh, it's not reasonable, to, but it's entirely valid to release a 2.0.0 that is an entirely empty library. Everything's gone from the previous release. Not useful, but valid. And it's useful to think in terms of the extremes of versioning sometimes. But anyway, the point is that if you're consuming one point anything, then you shouldn't necessarily be able to expect to use two point anything without code changes. Sometimes it may work, it could be that although there were breaking changes, they didn't affect you, but in general, you shouldn't expect it. So that's semantic versioning in a nutshell, but life gets a lot harder than that because I've described things in terms of breaking changes and adding functionality, and that becomes platform specific. So for example, does making a method that previously existed and you're not changing the signature, but you're saying, well, it's now going to throw an exception where it didn't before. If that's the only change you're making to a library, what does that count as? A patch version or a minor or a major? The same code that worked against the previous version may fail. So maybe you'd think that that's a major bump. That seems reasonable. What about going in the other way? that something that used to throw an exception, suppose you pass in a null reference in .NET, now handles a null reference, so it doesn't throw an exception in that case. You might say, well, you're being more lenient with your, with your input, so it's okay for that to be just a, a patch version. But then people might be relying on that code throwing the exception, so you're back to thinking, well, is it, is it minor, is it major? Who knows? Most languages don't have very, very clear rules about what counts as a breaking change. There can be other changes like uh, changing a parameter type from a, uh, from a more specific type to a more general type, say from string to object, and that can break binary compatibility in some languages, but not source compatibility. So you might always be able to recompile source, but if, if you use the same binary that you've already compiled against the old version, it might not work against the new version, for example. Life gets even more complicated when it comes to what's, what are called diamond dependencies. 
This is where two pieces of code depend on the same library, but different versions of them. And at runtime, in some platforms, you can only have a single version of any given library available. For minor versions, so within the same major version, that should, according to semantic versioning, be okay. If one piece of code depends on 1.2 and another piece of code depends on 1.4, then they should both be able to work with 1.4 because there shouldn't have been breaking changes between 1.2 and 1.4. Sometimes that can get trickier, but it generally works. More difficult is if you've got two pieces of code, one of which depends on 1.2 and the other of which depends on 2.0. At that point, there's no guarantee that they can work together because the code depending on 2.0 won't work with 1.2 and vice versa. I can't give you answers to how to deal with diamond dependencies, how to think about breaking changes in one specific way. What I can do is say, you need to be thinking about this. Be the person on your team who has thought about versioning, both in terms of things you're consuming and things you're producing, Try to do the right thing by your customers and really think about it carefully. Be the person that is consulted by the rest of the team when they're saying, well, I've made this change. What should I do in terms of versioning? Or if they want to say, I need to upgrade this dependency. What does this mean for us? The exact answers will depend on your exact situation. Some languages may make that quite clear. Others may leave it really up to you. Either way, Think about it, make the decision, take the responsibility. Thanks, John. I definitely learned something from that, and I'm sure many of my listeners did as well. I've added a link to your blog and Twitter profile in the show notes so people can find more from you. That's it for this week. If you want to hear more from me, go to rdallas.com tips, sign up for a free tip in your inbox every Wednesday. I'm also streaming programming topics on twitch.tv rdallas most Fridays at noon Eastern time. Thanks for subscribing to Weekly Dev Tips, and I'll see you next week with another great developer tip.